And welcome to episode 16 of the Comedy Defect Podcast. My name's Winter Fonander, I'm a comedian, and this is episode 16, the first one back after my break. Well, it wasn't really break, I went and got married. But now I'm back, and you didn't even know it's the break, because I was releasing them when I was away as well. I'm so dedicated, yeah? I've had some great feedback from people about the podcast. It's been great. I've been really encouraged by what everyone's been saying about it. It just gives me fuel. And if you want to donate to the podcast, we're on Patreon. You can just go to Patreon, type in the Comedy Defect Podcast, you can donate as much or as little as you want. If you can't donate something to us and you want to kick something back to us, just leave us a nice review on iTunes or Podbean because it really does help. We're on Twitter at The Comedy Defect. I'm on Twitter at Winter Phonander. If you want to come see me live, you can go to my website, which is winterphonander.com. You can see all my live gig dates there, so you can come see my stand-up. Now, this is Sandra Hale, this episode. So you're going to really enjoy this. Sandra was open. She was warm. She was honest. A lot of stuff going on in her life at the moment. And she's using that to fuel her comedy. And she's got a show coming out in Manchester at five o'clock in Gulliver's Lounge. It'd be a great start to your night if you go and see that. It's called Self Helpless. A lot of stuff has been happening because when I was away, I booked loads of gigs at the end of September and the beginning of October. So it's all seemed to have just bottlenecked in between those two months. And you know, when you're that busy about doing stuff, a lot of things just seem to go wrong, like my bonnet of my car won't close now. I've got to get that fixed tomorrow. The dog ran off and, uh, <laughs> and went, wouldn't come back again. And so the other dog got jealous of the other dog who got all the attention because he ran off and then he ran off the next day. It seems that things seem to just pile up and as I say just kind of start to get on top of you so that's what's been happening this month I got a container that I'm going to be recording podcasts in and that was delivered and they brought the wrong truck to deliver it so I had to leave it on the drive again that's very stressful so I'm trying to get a high ab to move it from where it is now which is blocking the uh, the back door <laughs> of the house which is great for zombies but not too good for neighbors not so great about that no and I've been moving into my wife's house now. I've run the British Heart Foundation to come pick up all of my possessions, including my bed. So now I'm holding on to the last few days of bachelordom in the house <laughs> before I move in with my wife. So I'm, I'm kind of a little bit of a nervous at the moment, but if they take away my bed, I'm just going to have to sleep on a two-seater couch for a few days if I can't quite get everything over there. There's just no room for me at her house at the moment, so I'm just kind of hanging on to the last few days. But I'm getting there. I'm doing it. We're getting on with it. I don't want to talk any longer, because you're going to really enjoy this episode with a very funny comedian and actor, Sandra Hale. Sandra, welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Are you good? How are things going? Well, things are going well. Yeah. It's lovely to sit across... Looking at you, Winter, with your beautiful blue eyes. Oh, compliments already. This is how I want this to go. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry, they'll keep coming. Well, that, that's good. I'm liberated now, because years ago, yeah. if I'd said that to you, you would have thought I was coming on to you. Now, yeah. you can just take it as a compliment, can't yeah, you? Yeah, I can't, well... I, 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 and, I, and, and not know that underneath, I'm coming on to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think take compliments very well. I, but I'm getting, I'm getting better at it. I'm saying, just say thank you. And then move on, isn't it, you know? Oh, I don't move on. Someone compliments me, I'd say, keep going. <laughs> Anything <laughs> else? Yeah. Please carry on. Mm. 
You look great. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I'm glad you took the hint. Yes, thank you. You are running two gigs at the moment. I'm running two gigs, yes. And they are in, the one in Bookman's, is it? Brookman's. Ah, Brookman's. Brookman's in Brookman's Park. Right. Benny laughs at Brookman's, yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, I'm trying to hone my MC skills. I'm mm-hmm. a bit shitty at MCing at the moment. But I'm likeable, so they like me. That's the main thing, isn't it? That's the main thing, yeah. Mm. And the other one I'm doing is, is just for a brewery. Mm. And um, it's a pro, semi-pro gig. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's going very well. Mm. Getting some really good names in there. So I've become a bit of a promoter. It's a lot of work, but there's also a lot of power. Mm. I love it. Wielding I it. love it when I, I... No, I love it when, when, when I get emails from lots mm. of people saying, please, can I have a spot? And I think... Hmm, you were shitty to me last year. <laughs> no is the answer. <laughs> oh, you know, there's, I, I did a, a, another show with somebody else, uh, a radio show, and they, one guy said, he said, he said, what's the most important thing about when in comedy? And I said, I think the most important thing is to not be a dick. Yeah. Because you know, as soon as you're a dick, that's it. You know, they, you don't know if they could be the next promoter. They could know someone who's exactly. the more. And people talk, isn't it? Of and course. It. Always be nice to someone mm. on the way. Um, mm. You know, on the, when you're on the way up, you meet them on the way down again. Yeah. And don't be fake. But I mean, if you can't be nice, you've got to be really, really, really funny. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. When do you know that you want to be a performer? Oh, well, I've been performing. Well, I've been performing. I used to be called Watch Me Sandra when I was little. Mm. Yes, I'd go, watch me, mummy, watch me, mummy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd start tap dancing or I'd start reciting a poem or whatever. I always went to theatrical schools. Mm. And then I, um, I, I started acting at the age of 15. Mm. Yeah, wow. a long, long time ago. I've been, next year, I'm a lifelong me- equity member. Did they give you a discount? I got free. Free, amazing. Free. Yes, I've about blooming time. Mm-mm. I paid my dues, but um, yeah. So I've always been pre- performing, mm. a- acting, um, and then I sort of started comedy when the acting work sort of dried up round about the same time I did. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know, can't just happen. No, it's not strictly true. <laughs> Thanks to HRT. Um, anyway, anyway no, so how's not that going? Strictly true. How's that going? <laughs> No, uh, no, yeah. no, the oh, thing is, recommended uh, no, 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 it's moving swiftly on. <laughs> yes. no, I, that, that sort of just, that just sort of slipped out. They haven't sponsored us yet, but I mean, it'd be nice if they did. Yeah. No, I'm absolutely Big fine. Market. Trust me, I'm okay, fine. Glad to um, hear that. Yeah, no, so I, I went in, I decided to, do, oh, you know how I started in comedy? Can I stop giggling? Stop it Something's now. Oh, you've got very Sorry. nice teeth too. Thank you. And you're welcome. So, um, you know how I started in comedy? My sister mm. phoned me up and said, oh, there's a group on. Oh. There's a group on. Learn how to do comedy. Mm. 30 pounds. Yeah. I thought, Great. oh, oh, I'm going to go. Mm. Um, and, and so I went along uh, to a place on the embankment. It was on a boat. Mm. Or about 150 people there. Wow. And all paying their 30 pounds, obviously. And it was not great. Was that an open mic night in... It wasn't a night. It was a, it was a, a four-hour day course for £30. Wow. And, and they were... They actually got Trevor Locke in oh, to, yeah. do a, to do a, 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 a ten-minute spot at the end, which was very good. Mm. But um, he... 
inspired me. Mm. I thought, oh, I mean, the actual course was rubbish. Mm-hmm. But I then decided to do a weekend comedy course mm-hmm. at Dirty Dicks, where else? With the course, did you get a chance to perform or you just saw somebody perform stand-up? No, we, 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 all we had to do was say our name and, and something special or different about us. Right. So I just told everyone I could tap dance on roller skates. Wow. Which I can. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm just putting that out there. That's, that's good to know. I mean, yeah. what, blades, you never bladed... Blades? No. No, 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 no. No blades. No. No. I, I then booked in for a, a gig mm. the following week. And, tips, uh, yeah. It wasn't good. But I, I got the bug. Yeah, right. I got the bug. Yeah, but you're a performer from the day one. You're, you know, an actor yeah, as well. So this is the, this is the difficulty. Mm. You know, the, making the transition from acting to comedy, because comedy is very naturalistic and... Mm. You've got to be... You know, a lot of people said to me, why don't you do a, why don't you do a character? Because mm. I can do accents, I can do authors. Mm-hmm. And I thought, no, because I'm a bit of a masochist. I'm not going to hide behind a character. Mm-hmm. People are either going to love me or they're going to hate me. Mm-hmm. They hated me for, <laughs> for quite a while. Yeah. I, th- I think that I've still got to learn this sort of... Not to be quite so flamboyant, <laughs> to, to calm it all down a bit and be a little bit more naturalistic. And, and it, it's difficult to make that transition, yeah. not to be so actually, you know. No, but, you, but you're warm, you're energetic, and you're different to every, every other performer I see on there. You know, you're just, you're, you're happy. You know, there's so many people just like dead behind the eyes and just do this, you know, the odd eyebrow tilt. And that is about it for the punchline, you know, but you are just, you're fully yourself, you're... You're, as you are as a person, you're warm and, and lovable. So, oh, winter. Can you turn the recording off? <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll be all that out. <laughs> Obviously for me. You're just shaving the edges off. I'm just shaving... No, what I'm trying to do, and um, I, I'm, I'm doing a one-hour show in, in, in Manchester in, in, uh, for the Women in Comedy Festival. Mm. What I'm trying to do is to let people know more about me yeah. and, and, and to strip down this facade that I've got. Well, and, and, and let people know that actually I really am an attention-seeking pe- people-pleaser. Mm-hmm. Very needy. Yeah. Quite vain. Yeah, so, <laughs> a cathartic hour A cathartic pain. pain. <laughs> <laughs> Cheaper than therapy. Yes. Okay, I'm just going to fix this, guys, for this next hour, okay? That's right. Do it multiple times, and then I'll be ready. Come along that. onto my journey. That's and, great. Yeah, and and I, I want to dish out advice to everyone. Okay. Yeah, mm. it may be the wrong advice, but hell, <laughs> hey, what the hell, it's worked for me, sort of. And they can do their own hour when you've finished. When they've... Exactly. Because <laughs> it's all about me exactly exactly <laughs> doing that in manchester it's going to be as a work in progress because yeah. that's a hell of a lot to work uh, to learn mm. and then i want to take it to edinburgh next year right. for the run yeah i'm going to be doing it to celebrate my very big birthday oh yeah yeah Go ask. No, you can no, ask really? i don't care I it's not a secret it's out there is it i although i don't look it i'm going to be 65 next year no Yes. God. That's correct response. Thank you very much. <laughs> no. But you know, let me tell you something, Winter. The heart has no wrinkles. True. And I, I stop somewhere at 35. Yeah. And you know, the only time I don't feel 35 is when I walk past a mirror and I go, ah! Because <laughs> I, I get a look at myself and I think, 
who the hell is that? Yeah. Because inside my head and inside my heart, that's it. Mm. I'm 35 yeah. and I love it. Mm. And, you know, and that's what another great thing about comedy mm. is that I adore, adore being around young people. Mm. The, the youth, the energy, the vibrancy, I sort of, I tend to suck it out of them. I'm a bit love tired, it. actually. I was... <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, no, great. I love no, but, it. I love it. It's true, though, isn't it? It's that that you know when you're really you're happy, you're 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 jovial, upbeat, and it's great. And I love the fact that I'm the same. And so I think we meet on a level with that. Really? But when you meet other people who oh are who aren't the same, I think you really piss them off. <laughs> I, not only do I piss them off, but I, you know, there's a, a, an energy suck, isn't there? There's totally, a drain. Totally. They're like, why, am, why are they so happy? Think, what are they on? Yes. Are they like, are they like, what's wrong with them? But I'm just... Because, because I think there's the comedians have mm. got a, the reputation of being depressed. Yeah, yeah. And they think they're on something. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, what are you taking, actually, Winter? Uh, <laughs> nothing yet. Nothing. <laughs> At this point in time, nothing. Yeah, because I'm taking more drugs now than I did in the 60s. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Was it that I am... Um, no, I'm not on anything yet, but it's, um, I think that my, my joy comes from mania. That's where my mind comes from. All oh, right, so it's more hysteria. Than yeah, I think, I think it's, it's on, the, on the edge, borderline, I think. Oh, that's borderline. Yeah. No, I think, I think my joy... I just love squeezing the joy. I'm living now in the now. Yes. The precious present. Yeah. Yeah. And what book's that one from? Oh, no, it is. No, <laughs> is it? It's the precious present. It's, it's the most incredible book. Right. You've got to read it. Okay. It's, it's a very, very small coffee table book. Mm -hmm. um, you can read it in half an hour. Yeah. It's got the most amazing message because I know earlier we were talking about um, magical thinking universe. and the power of the now yeah. and the universe and everything. Mm -hmm. And this is all about the precious present. It was, it, it, in a nutshell, it's about a, a young boy who sees an old man who's incredibly happy mm -hmm. and, and says, well, why are you so happy? He said, oh, I've got the precious present. Mm. He said, I want it, I want it. And this boy spends his whole life searching mm. for this incredible present. This gift. He works hard, he, he earns loads of money, mm. and, and ultimately, the end of the story, I'm sorry if I'm killing it for you, no, but he goes up a mountain and he realises in a moment of absolute clarity that the precious present he had all along, it was the now. Yeah. And, and that is the the precious present mm. and that is how I try to live my life mm. because at my age I don't want to project what's going to happen in the future so I want to extract every bit of joy I can out of every single day and everything yeah. I do and that's what I intend to do until shit hits the fan. <laughs> yeah, totally. You know, exactly. You never know what's going on the next corner. Oh, I don't. Oh, well, gotta, um, I've had a lot of corners recently mm. but... Um, I always allow myself a few days to wallow in self-pity, yeah. then I metaphorically slap myself around the face and get on with it. Damn right. That's the best way to do it. Of course. I know you've got to have ups and downs, you've got to have a bit of duvet day or whatever oh, it is. Oh, God, yeah. Mm -hmm. Got to. Otherwise, it's not real, is it? Mm. Like you just fooling yourself. You or know? it's drug-induced. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you're, so you're doing this fringe show, and like you've always been a, 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 an actress and a performer and stuff, and... And what's... Uh, well, we call them actors now. Oh, sorry. Because yeah, you don't go into a doctor and ask for a doctress, do you? It's a bit androgynous, though, isn't it? I know, but they now still call them... We're all actors, we're all comedians. You don't call me a comedienne, do you? 
No. No, exactly. No. Right. Right. Sorry. Oh, just, oh, just touch your running. knee. It's all right. He's got an exposed knee here, <laughs> and I just touched it. I am it. wearing shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, and he is recently married. Yeah. I must <laughs> control myself. Okay, fine. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Uh, um, um, you just you can't give me another compliment. I've never been complimented on my knees before, as you can tell. I wasn't ready for that. There you go. But so you're an actor, and you're you're just hammering your way through comedy at the moment, trying yeah. to become more raw and more vulnerable, and so you can heal that part of you. And you, you've been doing comedy for about five years now. Is that no, right? three. Three. Sorry, three. Three November twenty sixth. Three years, right. Yes. And, and you've been in a few competitions as well, haven't you? Yes. You've done very well in those competitions, I haven't you? I certainly have. All right, all right. Come on, okay. help me out here. All right, okay. So I was I a, know a finalist in the Silver Stand-Up yeah. Comedy at Dave's Leicester mm. Festival. I was robbed. Oh, really? oh, yeah, I was robbed. Everyone said I was robbed. I should right. have won that. However, I got a good review from Steve Bennett. Oh, okay. Great. Wonders will never cease. Mm. Okay, so I was a finalist in Joker of the Year. What was your quote, though? What did he give you? What quote did he give you? Oh, what did... Oh, yes. My quote from Steve Bennett. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I'll have to think for a nanosecond. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here it was. Sandra Hale. A cheery, cheeky, welcome, challenging of stereotypes. Wow. Her oh, wait, it goes on. Her cut glass, crystal voice and way with accents evoke memories of classic radio comedies. Steve Bennett, Chortle, 2016. <laughs> well, hmm. not bad, eh? It's, it's nice. Oh, don't worry, it's, it's nice. nice. <laughs> it's, there's a lot of words. Not all of them, not, not generous. He's never generous, is he, really? He's, well, you know, listen, for me, that was praise. There's sort of, there's a, there's an yeah. edge to it, isn't there? Oh, there's, a, there's a knife. Course. It's never like, oh, it was lovely, really enjoyed it, wonderful. No, Looks, no, 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 I know. can't. I mean, he said about one comedian, who will be nameless, um... Gave her name and then said, a girl. Wow. That was it. Oh, well, that's, that's so, high praise then. <laughs> that's high praise, isn't it? It is. Wow. God. It is. So, um... Oh, but that, that, that did you feel, though. I mean, it's a bit long for a bloody poster, though, isn't it? I've got... I managed to squeeze it on, don't I? Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. I like that. That's good. Oh, squeeze it. <laughs> Pond seven. Get your seven. magnifying glass out to read this review. There's a lot, a lot of money spent on those little magnifying glasses <laughs> at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, so, so, yes. It's great. Well done, though. And, and so that Dave's Leicester Comedy Festival, and you were also, was it the... Joker of the Year. Joker of the year? Oh. You were Joker of the Year as well. No, I wasn't a finalist. Ah. I know. Oh, oh, I had some really good news. Oh, good, yeah. You want to hear me? Yes, go. I want to hear good news. Yeah, yeah. I got cast in a Virgin Games commercial, which I'm filming next week. Um, what, what game? I don't know. Okay. But uh, I'm Money. working <laughs> Virgin Games. I think it's about advertising the whole of Virgin Games. Okay. There's a hero in it yeah. who happens to be a vampire. All right. Yeah. And I am playing... Can you believe this? I mean, looking at me now, looking at me now, yeah. all glammed up. I'm yeah. playing a laundrette owner. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, they've put me in, in a, a short skirt. I haven't exposed my knees for about 14 years, so this is really challenging for me. Yeah. So a short skirt and a little knitted top and an overall, and I have to say, oh, dear, love, you put your red sock in with your eyes, oh, dear. 
Shame. You nailed that. That was the. I'm going to go and play that game. I have <laughs> <laughs> a virgin game about vampires, yeah. and you're just, you're just a laundrette. And uh, yeah, I don't ask me what it's about. But I'm filming it next week. Do you know? Do you know what they call um, extras in the states? No atmosphere. Oh. I'll bring on the atmosphere, <laughs> honey. <laughs> Have you, have you been over there and done some stuff too? Or? No. Well, no, I've worked in Canada mm. back in the day. Mm. What are you doing in Canada? What did I do? Yeah. I, I was... <laughs> well, you see, when you were acting years ago, you had to have an alternative profession. Mm-hmm. Not for me, sales and marketing. No. I danced. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was a sort of an Irving Davis dancer. Right. Like, I did what is it, sorry? An early days dancer. Well, no, no, darling, you're so young, you wouldn't know things like that. It was more like show, show, go, show girl things. <laughs> <laughs> it was more like feathers and fans and that okay. sort of thing. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, look, look, look. Showgirls, sorry. Yeah, well, it's sort of. Right, um, so no, look, look. Oh, right, now yes. my mind is boggling now. No, let's never mind about your mind. Okay. I saw your eyes boggle uh, then. <laughs> you were conjuring up pictures, weren't you? I was, they were yes. all there. I was they like, were all there. Fans, okay. One so, fan at a time, or? Yeah, well, never mind about Let's get off the no, fans. No, please, let's go. Let's, no, no, let's continue. Let's go. So I was in the Tommy Steele show in Canada. Right. Is it, was it like the. What, what was it like? Was it like he, the. Uh, he was. Jimmy pro- Fallon type thing? Oh, he was. A, he, Oh, God, I feel so old. No, you know, I no, said I to you before this. I stopped at 35. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is horrible. Now I feel about 80. No, it's okay. I'm 36. I know. Uh, uh, okay. All right, fair enough. Listen, okay, he was a... He 30 was, in comedy years. There was a film once called Half a Sixpence. Do you remember that? Uh, film? No, no. All right, we're going to stop this conversation now. We're not going to talk about... It. Have you heard of... Sydney James and... Uh, and Sydney James. Yes. Yeah. All the carry-on films. And yes. Charles Hawkins. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Great. Yeah, I'm glad you know them. Yeah, Because, yeah. yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I said I was... I played Sydney James's daughter for a year. Oh, right. And I, went, I toured around there as well, so... Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you danced and you're, you're, you danced. I danced and when I didn't get acting jobs, I danced. Right. I also worked in a couple of nightclubs. No, we're not going to on. No, did you... Did you okay the nightclubs? Let's go back to nightclubs. No, but so you danced in nightclubs. Um, did you sing as well? No. No, but did you? I didn't need to. <laughs> legs were too good. That's, that is all you need. All you need is these things. That's great. Exactly. That's it. Just look at these. <laughs> Was it? Um, did you? Any do any stuff on like cruise ships or anything like that too? No, I never did. Oh. Didn't need to, wouldn't it? You were travelling around the, the world. I was travelling all over the globe, That's yeah. Great. I, I actually I, when I when I was working with Sydney James and playing his daughter, we went to mm. South Africa. And uh, it was what was it then? Oh, it was in the times of the apartheid. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. My goodness. You know I got did I tell you I got arrested? No, you didn't tell me any of this. I haven't. Mm-mm. I got arrested. What did you do? Nothing. I'll tell you what happened. Mm. Do you want to know? Of what course, happened? this is interesting. Okay, well, I was 18, and uh, we were working in a three arts theatre in Plumstead, which was just outside Cape Town. Mm. And every day, the coach would come and collect the artists from the hotel at five o'clock. And it was four o'clock one day, and I had on a little summer dress, and you know I've got dark curly hair. Mm -hmm. It was a little bit frizzy from the humidity. I said to the manager in the reception... Oh, look, I've got an hour to kill before the, the coach comes. I'm going to go down onto the seafront. 
And I didn't have a bag. I didn't have any documents. I had nothing. And then I, I, I went to the seafront. And then in those t- times, they had benches marked whites and coloreds. Right. Okay. So naturally, I sat on the white bench and I was leaning back and putting my face in the sun. Mm. And suddenly, I get hauled by my arm, thrown right over to the coloured bench, mm. and an Afrikaans police officer says, Stay there, Blackie. Yeah. I said, I beg your pardon. He said, You heard me. I said, You stay there. I said, How dare you? <laughs> Right. I'm not black, I'm white. I'm, okay. I, how dare you speak to me like that? Mm. He said, I'll shut your mouth, girl. He said, you're going to get yourself into a lot of trouble. I'm good at the sound of this. So I, I said, I'm not going to shut my mouth. You're a pig. Yeah. And he said, what do you call me? I said, you're a pig. And he got my arm behind my back, twisted it back, and I spat. Oh, God, I spat at him. Wow. I spat at him and I started beating him with my other fist. And before I knew it, he put the handcuffs on me. And I thought, oh my God, what have I done? Mm. I mean, you know, I was 18, I was, Mm-mm. oh, you know. He carted me off into what I could say, you know, those old fashioned dog catcher vans with right, the, yes. the bars. And I was in there and I was screaming hysterically, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, what happened was he took me to the police station and he threw me into the police, the, the front, and he said, I want this girl booked for assaulting a police officer. And they undid my cuffs and I said to him, I had no shame. I looked to the, the, the um, desk sergeant, oh, please, please, I'm so, so sorry. I'm appearing at the Three Arts Theatre tonight with Sidney James. I'll give you all free tickets. Please, the coach is going to come for me. Look, I'm not black, I'm white. And I pulled my top down and showed them my white tits. Well. Yeah, it did nothing for them, I'm afraid. Oh, and no. I, had, I had such magnificent tits. Still oh. do, in case you're interested, but I did. You <laughs> anyway. carried all. You carried all. You went all I out. I bared all, but they threw me into a cell oh, anyway. And the cell had a moving floor of cockroaches. Oh. And I thought, what? No one's going to find me. This mm. is it. Wow. Well, what happened then was that the coach arrived at five o'clock. Where Sandra and the manager said she went down to the seafront, they came looking for me. And at that time, there was um, a black guy whose job really was to rake the white sands to keep it clean for mm. the tourists. And he said, are you looking for the white girl? And mm. they said, yes, this is it. the police took her. So they came, they tried a few police yeah. stations and they found me. And... I was too late for the performance. Uh, my right. understudy went on, and right. you know it was a big part. And Sid James was furious with me, and they bailed me out. I had to pay my own bail, and I had to go back the next day. They didn't drop. They were going to drop the charges, but I had my passport stamped that I wasn't allowed back in South Africa right. after I finished it. Yeah, mm. but I have been back since, of course, yeah. and, and and it was marvelous. But mm. it was. That was an awful era. Wow. It was terrible. And, you know, I felt so, so bad. And this is something that has really troubled me because mm. I don't have a racist bone in my body. I really, really don't. And mm. I was very vulnerable at 18. Mm. And when you see and constantly hear white people, I, I, I was in the hotel 
and I'd have a little rose put on my table every night by one of the waiters yeah. and I would smile sweetly and I'd say thank you so much thank you that's so lovely and he would smile at me and everything was lovely yeah. and then after being there yeah. for about four or five months and being indoctrinated by the way that the white people were speaking mm. to the black people and get me this, do this, do that. Suddenly, I, I became a sheep almost. It really is painful for me to, to say this, but mm. I was sort of saying, oh, can you get me some water? I forgot my pleases. Mm. And, and mm. one day, the rose wasn't there anymore. Mm. And I realised when I didn't see the rose that night at the hotel, I realised that I'd caused this person pain. Mm. And I, it was a real, I thought, my God, what are you doing? You're just following everyone mm -hmm. and you're doing what, and this is not what you feel and this is not how you think. And I went over to that person and I, I apologised mm. for my behaviour and how I was speaking. He was he was fine with it, but mm. I didn't feel good mm. because I was becoming like everyone else. And it is that sheep mentality. Mm. And I suppose in today's society, you can see that happening now mm. with all the awful things that are happening mm. in the streets now. You know, it's the crowd mentality, yeah. the mob mentality. Mm. We don't like this person. We don't like that person. And they're all jumping on the bandwagon, aren't they? Mm. It's awful. Yeah. And I was guilty of that myself, you know, 18 months. You know, I was naive. I'm not making excuses for myself, but it was horrible. You're impressionable. You know, it's your teenager. You are. You yeah. are. Yeah. And, um, and I, you know, I, I, I wanted to be accepted mm. by the masses and accepted by everyone mm. else. And, mm. and I, I wasn't listening to my own values and mm. truth. People are so concerned with... with material things now and that they have to have the brand new things like you know there's always these adverts for brand new cars and everything oh it's only a few mo monthly payments just get a shitty car don't worry about it it'll live better and and just be more down to earth you know get it get a, a second-hand television get something second-hand it's cheaper and it'll help you out and you can focus on, on your joy on the things that really matter to you but now it's all these people are trying to get these things from material material things and it doesn't work that way well no of course it doesn't work that way and but you know benefit of hindsight that you realize that mm. it, we we are in a sort of we've got to have everything instantly and and, mm. and it's all about status isn't it yeah that's the thing yeah. to, to impress your your mm. your your peers mm. because i think a lot of people but um, they, they, they put their value on themselves by what the things that they've acquired. Mm. They don't have the self-esteem inside themselves mm. to say, I'm okay as I am. Mm. They need things to prove that they're okay. Yeah. To, to say, look at me, I've arrived. Yeah. Look at me, I've got this, this fabulous car. Look at me, I've got this fabulous woman. Mm -hmm. Look at me, I've got this fabulous, you know. So they're I've, evoking jealousy. We have the the opposite end of that spectrum, isn't it? Really, people see some people who are perfectly happy with themselves seek their joy from material things, and people who are not happy with themselves seek approval from other people. Oh, <laughs> you know, absolutely. Uh, so we're like self esteem issues. Well, we just need to be liked. We don't care about the material stuff. Just want to be liked. Yeah. Okay, we have enough material covering our bodies just to make them people like us. Just that little, little bit, bit more. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not enough to be liked. Mm. 
You've got to be the most liked. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm competitive about mm-hmm. my people pleasing, mm-hmm. aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, you for know, sure. It, it, it's not good enough to have people like me. Mm. I want them to think I'm the best. Of course. Out of all the people mm-hmm. that they like me. But that is the way that madness lies, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am a little bit um, off the wall, I think. Mm. Yes, definitely. Mm. Myself. Well, that's the good thing about stuff. You're never content. You always want to better yourself. You always want to just get that little bit better. You want to test your own limits, push the limits of your fear. And the, the great thing about this career is that it's always changing. It's always going to be a Rubik's Cube, which will never be finished, which keep, occupies the unquiet mind of like, oh God, I just, oh, oh, I can focus on this. That's fine. It'll keep me occupied and not make me think about depression or, <laughs> or worry and it'll just or make me feel anxious I mean don't get me wrong the anxiousness before you go on or excitement or something like that it can, it can really uh, inspire you and like to try and get rid of that or it can really um, it can really motivate you to get mm. rid of that that thing oh, I'm, I'm afraid about this oh well I'll get rid of that in a second I'm going to try it out a few times and then that'll be done then a new fear pops up well I haven't done this bit okay and then it continue, it's a continuous cycle of of um, overcoming fear yes. um, of, of a certain aspect of it or like oh I haven't done it that's not cerebral enough or that's not simple enough to digest or oh, this isn't there's not enough improv in this or that I'm not connecting what and is and when in doubt blame the audience <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not my type of demographic yeah. they don't they're like not me. my crowd yeah, they're sorry. not no 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 mm. this is far too intellectual for them mm. no Far too base for them. Mm. They're middle class, they're working class. No, mm. there is. Yeah. Always blame others. Don't go down alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Take it with you. <laughs> Take it with you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's funny, isn't it? Oh, that's great. That's, a, that's an interesting story. Have you had any other uh, experiences like that on your oh, travels? My. Oh, my. Like, what, what else is Oh, that's right. Like, you, well, you've been in jail again. Uh, what no, else no, has no. happened to you? Oh, I had the kiss of death. Okay. Once. Listen to this one. Mm. This is uh, in South Africa again. Yes, I know. Is this the second after this first one? This was after the first one. This was only a few years ago. This was about six years ago. Mm. We went on a safari in South Africa. In the evening, Ryan the Ranger said... (laughs) That's a bit of alliteration. (laughs) Did he choose his job when he got his name? He said to me, he said to us all, there were about six of us, he said, right, we're going on a a three-hour drive. Mm. All right, and then we're going to stop for sundowners. Sundowners, we'll pick a nice space, we'll have some drinks. Mm. And all the while, and it's going to be wonderful. And all the time I'm thinking, my bladder is not as young as it used to be. What happens if I need to pee? Mm. So I went up to him and I said, excuse me, what happens if I need to pee, Ryan? Mm. He said, no problem. He said, you sit behind me. He said, when you want to pee, you just tap me on the shoulder and say, I'll need to go. I said, all right, fine. So we're going on the drive, and it's the giraffes, and it's the light. Oh, it's wonderful, fabulous. And then I feel the urge, and I tap him on the shoulder, and I say, um, Ryan, could you stop, please? He said, yes. So he got out, and he said, uh, went to behind a bush with his machete thing. And then he went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, all right, Sandra. He said, go pee. So I went behind there and I had my little baby wipes with me, as one does. Um, 
And then we went again, and half an hour later, because <laughs> I was drinking a lot of water. I mean, it, I'm like one of those dolls, in one end, out the other. Um, and, and it was quite humid, and half an hour later I said, Brian, uh, is it again? <laughs> I said, yes. So he said, okay, he went behind another bush. Yeah, 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 he said, it's okay, it's okay, go be. So, okay, this happened two more times. The last time he was getting really pissed off with me. So he said, right, we're going to stop for sundowners now. And I said, look, Ryan, I'm going to go behind that bush over there. So he said, all right, go. I said, aren't you going to check? He said, no, 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 just go. I'm sitting up the drinks. So I went behind and I heard this rustling. And I ran out and I said, Ryan, I think there's something behind there. He said, uh, oh, for heaven's sake, words to that effect. <laughs> he got his machete out. He went behind him. <laughs> He said, it's all right. He said, now. He said, go, go. So once again, I went. And as I came out of the bush, all the people who were out of the jeep were now on the jeep. And Ryan, the ranger, was pointing a shotgun to the left of me, very slightly to the left. And he said, Sandra, don't move. And I went, what, what, what is it, what? He said, just don't move. Hmm. And by the side of me, it practically brushed me, was this big leopard with one of my baby wipes on its claws. <laughs> and he walked right past me. And then when, and Ryan was still pointing his rifle at him, and my heart was pumping. I tell you, it cured my bladder problem. But he said, Ryan said, he said, Sandra, he said, that leopard was tracking you. He said, he was tracking you. And uh, he said, I haven't seen a leopard up in the Chamwari for six years. I've never seen a leopard in all that time. Wow. Yeah, I know. Lucky. So there's a picture of me. And someone took a photo, of course, of me uh, like this with the leopard right by the side of me. With baby wife on its floor. Wow. That was amazing. It was amazing. But have you got that online? No. Oh, God, I'd love to see that. <laughs> what, the the yeah, with, the, with, the, with the baby wipe on the on the bottom amazing. of the floor. You see, what can I say? Amazing. Man, woman, child, or beast, they're all after me, darling. You were so blessed, huh? <laughs> Comedy aside, whatever, you were blessed to be alive. Obviously, I've got nice smelling people. What can <laughs> I say for animals? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <That's it. laughs> yes, well, we'll move on. Yeah, like, wow. I, I, oh, but do you know what? Mm. I've got to say that I am so, so lucky. Mm, yes. That I have, well, not a doubt, just about dust, I'd seen death, but I have adventures on a daily basis. Right. I can't go through my day without encountering someone. Well, I suppose because I make myself available. Mm hmm. Well, not that sort of available, but available, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I do have little mini-adventures mm -hmm. every single day. Things happen to mm -hmm. me. People approach me, ask me directions, or something happens. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I love it. Mm -hmm. And I, I think if you're open... That's, that's it. If you're open to, to that... 
then then these things come, come into your life. Yes, yes. exactly. And I love it. Exactly. You're warm, you're open, you're, you're, you're relaxed. You know, people, of course people are going to want to gravitate towards you and things are going to happen to you. Yeah. Because you're aware and, and, okay, we'll talk about the universe a bit before as well. Mm-hmm. Do you take any of that, apart from the books that you read, do you carry around any uh, crystals or trinkets? So you said to me earlier, oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to massacre this, pixels, what is it? No, no, no. Um, I, I had a lucky... Pisky. Pisky. <laughs> and, and you said, what is a pisky? I said, well, I bought it in Cornwall, mm. and it is actually a little lucky pixie, mm. but of course Cornish people have to be different, and they call it pisky. Mm. And I told you they were taking the pisk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which was a terrible pun. You, you carry that round or... No, I used to. You let me tell you, I used to have all the... I used to have all the crystals. I used to have all the things. Mm. I used to hold them and... And I realised something else, mm-hmm. that I don't need these objects. Mm. I don't need them. I have them in my heart. Mm. I have the power within me mm. to manifest and to do and to be whatever. I don't need physical objects mm. and lucky charms. Mm. just don't need them anymore. Yeah. Um, but the interesting thing is, if I go anywhere where someone has a large piece of rose quartz, mm-hmm. for instance... Mm. I can't breathe. Mm. My heart goes 19 to the dozen. Mm. And I have to get out of there pretty damn quick. So these crystals can affect you mm-hmm. in some way or another. We're all connected, aren't we? We're all made of the same things, atoms, molecules. Yeah. You said manifest, right? Where do you divine that word from? I didn't divine it. <laughs> it's, it's just, I didn't divine is that it. from books or is it like oh, a on. specific thing? As I said, you know, there's, I, you know, there's, there's a lot of... Deepak. Deepak. Yeah, no, you okay. know, he, he... No, I don't know this. You don't know no, I don't him? No, Deepak, no. Oh, what's his name? Deepak Chopra? Deepak Chopra, I think his name is. He, long, long, long before the book, The Secret, <laughs> which is no longer a secret, because yes. everyone bloody knows yeah. about it. Poorly kept secret. Yeah, very poorly kept. Um, he, I read a book about him, about creative visualisation. <laughs> And I thought, well, I'm going to try this in a very small way. Mm. And ever since that, I've reading that book, and that was years ago, I've always managed to get a parking space mm. wherever I want because mm-hmm. I actually visualise a parking space. Mm. Do you know people who were poo-pooing me, mm. saying, oh, for God's sake, you know, mm. you'll never... I, I always get my own son poo-pooed me. Mm. I was in... Um, he lives in St Agnes, and there was a big festival there, we were going to it, and he said, right, we're going to park in the overflow car park and walk a couple of miles. And I said, no, going into the main. He said, Mum, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. It started at ten this morning. Mm. We'll never get a space. I said, humor me. Mm-hmm. Simon, humor me. Go to the main car park, because there will be a space for you. I will visualize it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll do it to humor you. Then we'll go back to the flow mm. car, overflow car. Well, of course. Mm. There's a space there. Hmm. And he went, what? How? Who? He's now doing it. Yeah. yeah right. He of little faith. And you see, the thing is, you can do it. People that are now ring up and say, I want to go into town. Can you come with me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's not just that, the creation of a parking space. I think to a certain extent, are you thoughts. Are you no, not at all. Mm. But I think thoughts are extraordinarily powerful. Mm. And the phrase, be careful what you wish for because mm. you may get it. If you don't think about things in the right way, they come to you. 
But they come to you in ways that you don't necessarily want. For instance, I wanted money desperately. Mm. Years and years ago, I was desperate for money. I was saying, oh, you know, please, universe, I need some money. I, I, I desperately need it. I want to get the house. I want to be mm. able to pay some of the mortgage. And yeah, yeah, I need this money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got the money. Mm. My mother died and yeah. left me some money. Mm. You know, so... When you have, when you're asking for something, mm. I think you have to be in your mind very, very specific, mm -hmm. and 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 not use the words like want because mm. if you use the word like want, I want something, mm. you will always be in a state of wanting something yeah. rather than having it. So you have to be in the present, as I said to you. Mm -hmm. I am now enjoying life to the full. Yeah. I am now. Um, doing the job I love and getting paid well for it. Mm. Do you hear that comedy promoters? <laughs> Do you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you keep saying it over and over mm. again, and, and uh, with a bit of luck and love and light and whatever anyone yeah. else says, um, it may come to true to mm. fruition. And, and 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 if it doesn't, then it, it isn't meant to be, well, that's a case or answer our attitude, mm. but it's one I get through, you know. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know, I mean, no. the, the comedy, I say, it's a, it's a great, um, it's a great reliever of thinking about your mortality, sure. because it keeps you young, and yeah. like, you know, your, the joy is there, you're constantly um, learning and, and relearning stuff, yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it's always, you're in a constant state of um, maturity, like growing and, and, and evolving, like, yeah. you're like, well, I, I was about maybe uh, in my twenties. Was say probably the same. So so desperate to have that thing, that whatever it was. I'm like, I'm going to do this, and you're so focused on the goal that you're forgetting what's going on around you, and you're not taking the cues that are leading you to where you want it's supposed to be. Absolutely. And only it's like, for, to be fair, only the last few years, so I've kind of gone, well, yeah, this is actually fine. I'm 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 doing it bit by bit, and it's great. And it and like as you say, it doesn't matter. It's no. okay. Look, what's in 300 years? Who's going to fucking remember anything? Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, you, that's it. You maybe put a little time capsule of your, your best clip. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thing. Yeah. They probably won't be able to play it anyway because they don't have any of that machinery. No, no. So, but, it, hey, look, so it doesn't, it doesn't... Just enjoy, as you say, just enjoy now. Enjoy the now. Yeah. That's and it's, so important. And, and people may, may, may listen to this and think it's a bit flaky, but you know what? Fuck it. It's, you're enjoying yourself and enjoying the moment rather than stressing and worrying and, and destroying your life with, with worry and misery. And, and also the thing is that, and, and, and I know this, I don't, don't mean it to sound patronising mm -hmm. in any way, shape or form, but when you do reach this age where mm. you know you've got less years ahead of you mm. than you have had, there is absolutely no point in projecting into the future. Mm. There's no point. Mm -hmm. I've lost very close friends to me, mm. and and that I you don't know what's around the corner. So there is no point projecting. Well, if this happens, if that happens, if you're living in the future, you're not enjoying the now. Mm -hmm. And I'm very, very much, much inclined to enjoy the now. Yeah. And there's so much happening. It's it's just lovely. Mm. Anyway, so yeah. I talk about that in the in the show. Yeah, of course right. I'm doing it, and my show is called Self Helpless. Yeah. It sounds like a very, I mean, like feel good show, and uh, is it is it is it just well? Just, uh, yeah, I take you on a journey. Okay. I, I give you the benefit of my advice. It might be shit advice, but it's sort of worked for me, and. Um, I people please a lot in this. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what they want, isn't it? They want to be. They want, they want to leave the show happy rather than miserable, don't they? Oh, they will. 
Good. Uh, they were. I do, you know, I do tap dancing in the middle of it. Oh, wow. In yeah. roller skates? No, not in roller skates. Oh. No. <laughs> in tap shoes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Well, I, I'll do anything for people to approve of yeah. me. <laughs> you see, this yeah. is right. I mean, you know, if I could juggle or stand on my head, I would. Mm. But um, I can't. So I do other things to, to get everyone's approval mm. in the show. Well, that's I'm, good. I'm, I have no pride. But you're a comic, isn't I'll it? I'll just do it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Uh, so anything to just anything for a laugh or like you know a bit of entertainment or yeah, yeah. A- attention. Yeah, you just give it to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, bring your own custard pie. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie, no, don't. <laughs> now, are, are, okay. Now, this is maybe too reductive, but are tap dancing shoes the 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 clown shoes of the dancing world? No. No, I think I think actually no. <laughs> no. no I, I I think I think the tap dance. Listen, nobody. No, no I'm just no. I'm no, 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 you know. I'm very good at pickups. I'm sure you are. <laughs> <laughs> and wait till you see my back flaps and wings. Right. Yes, they're marvellous. Okay. And and you see the thing is, I think it's very impressive to tap dance. Yeah, and it's and it's an it's an art that's dying out, isn't it? Yeah, um, but you know. Mm. I'm bringing it back. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is Justin Timberlake song there. Yeah, I, I actually, I've got some really cool music. Mm. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, my, my little grandson said, wow, mm. you really use it. I'm using, I've got um, Chance, um, yeah, Angels by Chance the Rapper. Mm-hmm. And it's a rap. Right. It's really cool. And you tap dance to that? No, I don't. Oh. I guess it's impossible to chance to that. But I, I, I do tap dance to um, Shut Up and Dance. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. I love it. Mm. And uh, so Manchester's the first showing of that? Yeah. Yeah. Have you aired it anywhere else just at home? No, what I've done... <laughs> I'm wonderful in front of the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> no, I have... Um, I've I've done fifteen minute bits yeah. here and there, mm-hmm. but it's difficult because when you're doing a one hour show, it's more narrative with bubbles of laughter and then a big one. Mm. When you're doing ten fifteen minutes, they want laughter, set up, punchline, bang. set up, punchline, bang, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. So it has been hard to gauge where mm. it happens. But when I've been fortunate enough to get a headline spot mm. and I've and I've done the fifteen minutes, mm. then it's worked well. Yeah. Um, and uh, so Manchester, whereabouts is it? Manchester. Gulliver's Lounge. Gulliver's Lounge, yeah. And um, that's on Saturday, October twenty second. Yeah. Tickets are on sale now. Yeah. But it's pay what you like. Oh great! <laughs> <laughs> pay what you like. Yeah. You, you, you don't even have you know two pounds fifty whatever, mm. um, including booking fee. Right. Um, yeah, and it's at five till six. So if you want to go out for an evening after, you know, night oh. out, you can. Any time. Any right. time. Yeah, and with uh, with some new found uh, tools for life, maybe oh, some advice. Definitely tools for life. Mm. You know, I'll have them tap dancing in the streets in Manchester. Don't you worry. Mm. Have you like this is a so you this shows on about advice that you're you're doing your life. But, it's it's but, advice. But have you done one? Are you going to do one with like about your because your life is you've lived such a life. You know, you've been well, to I, South Africa. You've had you've been in jail. You've um, yeah, yeah. You've, you've, you've supported the guy that was in the Carry On films. You know, I, yeah, I, I yeah. can't remember his name, but you yeah, know, you know, okay. but no, it's, it's, you've done all these things. Are you going to do one that's going to? You're going to write a book, or are you going to do a book. this? Have you? Okay, great. Well, I've written a book to co- accompany the show, hmm. and the book is also called Self Helpless, but yeah. it goes into more details hmm. about my life and my journey, hmm. um, because obviously the the show has got to have a certain structure, and when you write, it's a completely different format. Of 
but it's um, it's naughty as well. Great, of course, it's got to be. Got to be. Oh, well, there's got to be a there's a chapter on um, <clears throat> orgasms <laughs> and how they change. Is over it a long the years. chapter? <laughs> <laughs> how they how they change over the years. You know? yeah. Did you know that? I, no, no, I I, I only. Well, then maybe they don't for men, you see, but for women, they yeah. definitely do over the years. Do they, they change? Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. And that. I do go into technicolor detail. Okay. Right. And is there advice in there too? Yes. Oh my God! Right. This this is a must-have then, really, isn't it? It, it is. You see, wow. I, I piqued your interest. Haven't you? you have. And there is a chapter just for men. Is there? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Well, it's called The Love of a Good Woman, and I know that men want the love of a good woman. Yeah. In order to get the love of a good woman. It does the orgasm bit come first, yeah? Yeah. The, well, no, that comes Come second. <laughs> Damn, it always comes second. <laughs> in order to get the love of a good woman, you've got to know what to do. Yeah, it's true. That's and it. then we'll lead on to the orgasm chapter. Okay, that's For it. men and women. Mm, mm. Yeah. Actually, there was a comic at Barnum the other night. He was wonderful. The headline act, mm. Ben Norris. Yeah, you know him. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was he was doing a bit about that. He said, "Oh, he said I'm so envious of women that say they have an orgasm. They, they describe their orgasm as wave after wave after wave of pleasure." Mm. Mm, us men, we go, oh, look down. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was very visual, mm-hmm. and it was, it was so funny mm-hmm. the way he did it. It was wonderful. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. We got the better deal. It's true. It's true. Have. When it happens, eh? Yeah. What do you mean when it happens? Oh, I mean it always okay. happens. <laughs> always. Happens. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Always happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's not talk about orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> not when you're looking at me with beautiful blue eyes oh, and stop lovely it. teeth. Um, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you got a book. Uh, are you are you doing any sketches as well, or are no. you, you just you just focusing on the acting as well? Uh, well, listen, that comes along. Where, where is it available? Have you got just? Is it no, I've got an agent. I've got an acting oh, agent, great. and uh, I've been with her for many years. And she's uh, yeah, I'm still getting royalties off UK Gold for things that I used to do, like Amazing. the Sweeney, the Professionals, and oh yeah, Build London's Burning. No, yeah. I was burning. I did three episodes. The first two I got... No, the first one I got murdered. I got killed in a fire. Do you get killed a lot in these things? Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I got killed in a fire, and then they resurrected the, a different character two years later. So, right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I played strippers and grasses and yeah. tarts and old tarts. And I sort of... I'm always... They're common. I'll be buzzed. No, that's we're good. We're good. That's my girlfriend. Your girlfriend. Oh, uh, your wife. wife. <laughs> oh my goodness! Look, I've only been married what two weeks now. Um, well, I'm sorry. You've got to say wife. The wife. The wife. It's okay. No, I'm, she I'm, can just. I'm committed. I'm committed. I'm fully committed. committed. Yeah, it's all right. Oh, you're you're beginning to get the married look now. I'm worried. I'm just, 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 just I'm not married. Look, like pained and and, and just, just just scared. No, no. no. What's yeah, that no. kind of? I know it's revealed. Is it what? what, what, what tell me what that is. <laughs> tell me the secret. Well, of what I, this? What is it? What's the married look? What's that? Well, no, you, you know, I told you that there's, there's the, the divorced look. Okay. Which I, I'm, I'm going through. So what, okay, is it confused? Is it confused? No, well, with men oh, and women, panic. it's different. With a, with, a, with, with, with a woman, the married look is sort of smug. Oh, I'm not smug, right? No, 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 no. Oh, good, I don't want to be it's smug. It's more vacant. 
<laughs> vacant. Yeah, after a few years, it'll, it'll manifest itself as a vacant look that says, can I laugh at this? Or, is she still talking? Or... I wonder what's new on Pornhub, you know? I've had that for years. I've had that. I think that's that's been an ongoing issue, I think. Yeah. The, the vacant look, for sure. Yeah, the vacant the, 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 I'm, 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 What is she talking about? I'm going to get the gist of this in yeah. about 30 seconds. Yeah. Probably not. No. no, I've got that. No, I've you, definitely yeah, got I that. I know. I know mm. it's coming out it's, now. Uh, and so you've made it for your book, and it's available at Amazon as well, or...? It will be when okay. it's published. Oh, right. So you're in the... Pro- you're already finished. You've finished it. I've, I've written 15 chapters, and I've got to cut it down to 10. Wow. So I've got a lot of editing to do. Excellent. Yeah. That's brilliant. And and uh, so you've got everything covered then. So it's like, you know, when it all kicks off, it's like, you know, I've got the book and you sign on the book. Well, got... I want to be able to sell the book at the venue and, and ah, also yeah. get... I do you know, I, I come from the, the computer, uh, the Jurassic period of computing. Right. Okay. I'm going to need help, mm. Winter. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want to be able to... Build up a fan base. Mm. That would be very important for me. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to blog. Yeah. And I want to be able to put up excerpts of the book so that mm. people can read it. Yeah. And, and sort of build up a, a frisson of excitement, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. about it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's what I'd like to do. It's hard. You've got your website. But you've got that lady who you built your website, you can do your yeah. blog onto it, isn't it? Yeah. You could all, add it all, create a one hub for everything, isn't it? That's where you want to go for your website and all this I kind do. of thing. So if you do that, and like, you know, to, to put excerpts on that as well. Sure. But it's, oh my God, it's, it's, so, it's, it's, it's so much to do these days. You've got to be a publicist as well as a bloody comic and a performer. You know, it's, you need someone to, it'd be nice to have someone to do that for you, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. <sighs> do you know anyone? <laughs> no, no, God, I don't. I wish I did. I wish I knew somebody. You know, that's the great thing about having money. Mm. That you can just say, yeah, just do it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. Sort me out. How long did it take you to write the book? Actually, I've been writing it uh, not long, about oh. four, four months. Oh, wow, that's amazing. You've been 15 well, I, have, I do about three or four hours a day. Great. Yeah. I have to. It's like an exercise. Mm. Um, but... Do you, yeah. Is it your meditation? Do you meditate as well, or no, is that your... I don't, actually. I mean, I breathe in and out. Which is good. Well, and I'm good at it. It's, it's encouraged. <laughs> definitely encouraged breathing in and out. <laughs> yeah. You it's need... the only exercise I get, and I happen to be good at it. You need to balance that. You know, yeah. breathing in and breathing out. It's no. very, very important. But, you know, I don't... I can go into sort of what I call a meditative state hmm. very easily. I just have to be around a tree. Look, near a tree. Yeah. I'd look... Out of my window, and I just look at the green of the trees. Mm. Or I love woods. I go into a wood, mm. and I just, I just feel an affinity with the earth and mm. the, the leaves and the mm. rustling, and just a sense of peace. Mm-hmm. And I, I love beauty mm. around me, and so I can find somewhere without pylons and mm. and just find beauty there, and and, and get into a very calm state. Mm. So I don't physically sit down and, and, and meditate, but I can get there myself. Mm. I can travel there myself to calm myself down. The space and the nature. And yeah. The system, it recharges you. Yeah, but I'm not into whale music and all that shit. <laughs> Sounds like, dr- like drowning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't need all that. Mm. I don't need all the Namastasi light and love. Mm. I can just just do it myself. and mm. I know how to calm myself down. Mm. 
Yeah, you know your know what makes it. And the drugs help. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Valium's great. Valium, wonderful. Oh, good old days. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, so, when's your next gig? Where are you going to be? Um, Covent Garden on Saturday. Is that for? No, it's. Um, I'm, I'm airing new stuff on headlines. Nice. Yeah, it's at the uh, cafe mode. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's great to try stuff out there. Isn't yeah, it? it is. It's very good. And 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 here, this is the fourth time back, so I've been trying different mm. bits. So I'm doing that, and then I'm doing a gig for the homeless. Oh yeah. The following week in Stevenage. Mhm. And. Um, yeah. Who's that for? For no, I don't know. Finn oh Kistel. yes, Finn Kistel. She's just down the road. She's been yeah. on the podcast as well. Oh, has she? She's in Kings Langley. Oh, yeah, she? She's not far from here, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, she's uh, very funny. Very funny. Yeah, yeah but I'm funnier. Okay. I want to be funnier. Okay. Please tell me. You know I told oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm competitive. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be the you're good. funny. Yeah. You're, you're good at I'm best. being you. I'm best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I like Finn. Don't worry. No, she's lovely, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, um, so, and what else is going on? What else are we doing? Are you, uh, what, what's, what life things are happening to you? Well, I'm getting divorced. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By my second husband. Oh, well, yeah, we'll yeah, go charm. Uh, no, I will never go down that road again, mm. that's for sure. Mm. And I, I, yeah, this all happened in, in April, and it's quite soon, but mm. I, oh, you know, I'm quite resilient. Mm. I you get know, that. Yeah. I get that about you. I so, go, oh, right, Ryan, okay. He doesn't want me anymore. I've been mm. dumped. So um, it's strange because it's the first time ever in my life that I've been dumped. Mm. And, and, and only, I know, I know. Ow. Who would dump me, baby? Anyway, mm. but I, I tell you, you see, be careful what you say. Because only a month before I'd said to someone who had been dumped, Oh, I've never been home. Never, never. No, no, no. Yeah. Smug look, you know. Universe listens, has a good laugh. Oh, right, no. that's it. <laughs> I knew that was something that she needed. Yeah. She take. needs a little bit of humility <laughs> and being brought back. Oh, God, yeah. You're not that great, Sandra. Oh, You're no. not that great now. Piss off. Mm-hmm. I've had enough mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah. So I've been done. Has it, has, it, has it given you fuel for your oh, comedy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He features very heavily. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's it does. It's, 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 it's cathartic, mm. and particularly for the book as well. Yeah, so how to get through a breakthrough. I, I give advice on that, mm. I mean, how to get through it. Yeah. Copious amounts of sex. Yeah. That's my... Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the pain away, yeah. Fuck it away, yeah. fuck it away. It's, it's the best yeah. way sometimes, oh, yeah. absolutely. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I've, gone, <laughs> I've gone back to the naughty 70s now, oh, and times. I don't care. Yeah. Go on, judge me. I don't give a shit. Yeah, enjoy yourself, <laughs> That's it. There's no one else going to enjoy your life for you, is there? No. That's no, funny. no one. No. So, Covent Garden, you're doing, uh, you're doing some new stuff there for your show. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, anywhere else that you, any gigs of note that you want to tell? Gigs about? of note? Yes. Gigs of note? Oh. you got a nice one coming up. You're like, oh, come see me here. It's going to be big. It's going to be great. You're going to really enjoy it. No. Perfect. Man- Manchester's good enough. Manchester. It's all right. it's just, that just near near the time, whatever it is. Twenty second of October. Saturday, twenty second yeah. of October, five o'clock. Gulliver's Lounge, right. Olden Street. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Actually, I'm looking forward to that weekend away. I'm sharing with Ariel Suma, who's great. She's fabulous. Oh, the French lady. French, yeah. mm-hmm. fabulous. Yeah, she's great. She's great. And we're sharing a flat. Oh. Yeah. Nice. We're gonna party, mm-hmm. as she says. Yeah. And I will. 
Is she opening for you? No, no, no. She's doing her show um, mm-hmm. on the Friday, and no, well, we're gonna we're gonna support all women. I need some men in the audience. I desperately need men because mm-hmm. I I play with play with them. No, no, I don't mean play with them. I mean play play. I verbally play with them. Sure. Do you know I'm beginning to sound like a really dirty old woman? I don't like it. The, I mean, the, all I need is a plastic mat. I can hide behind the bush. Well, is it, 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 you, you, do you consider that to be because of the situation you're in now, or, or you think that? What, what do you think? No, I think the way I'm speaking. You know, here am I touching your knee, complimenting your eyes. Well, I you before all this stuff was happening in your life. You were exactly the same. I, I was. But, you, know, you know, if I was a man. No, no, no. This is. Let's what? be fair now. If I was a man, right, saying the same things to a female. All hell would break loose in this today's society. And so I feel that it's a bit unfair, actually. Do you know what? I haven't felt... Um, you haven't felt objectified? I haven't, do you know what? I felt, haven't felt like a piece of meat or, uh, you know... what? You the, haven't, I haven't done my job properly you've then. You've been judged, yeah, well, <laughs> we can continue. We can go, go as far as you can go with that. No, I mean, but I just, I, you know, it's, it's interesting that, isn't it? That, that if it was reversed yeah. in today's society... All hell would break loose, and I, hmm. I, I think. Yeah, but like the thing is, though, I, I feel that. Well, for one, I am an incredibly needy person. I do stand-up comedy. I need yeah. approval from everyone in yeah. the rooms of many yeah. people at once, yeah. or massive, massive rejection. But I need that too. So maybe that's that's good for me. But everyone is different, either male or female. Yeah. So they may need it or not need it. And so maybe the people that don't need it go, oh, God, you're objectifying me. I, you know, I don't need that. But some people like it. Some people could go, oh, well, they, they, they noticed me today. Some people like it. So it's like, again, we're generalizing everybody in the same boat of going, oh, you shouldn't objectify women or men. Fine. But some people would like a compliment every now and again. No matter, no matter where it comes from, do it in the right way. Don't be a dick about it and don't be misogynistic or, you know, or, uh, or kind of or like, rather you know, like or the, other, yeah. or the opposite. What is that? Yeah, you know, yeah. no one knows that word. But sometimes I'm listening back to what I'm, I'm saying. Oh, gosh. And I'm thinking, Sandra. Yeah, but I know you. It's, I know I you. Know, so it's friendly, you know me. You know? We're so, friendly, but... Yeah. But I'm like this with everyone. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I feel so special. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. Oh, look, I touched your knee. Touch my leg again. <laughs> That's the second no, place. Touch my leg. Ashley, it's quite a nice hairy um, knee, that is. Yeah, um, it's a nice quality it's hair. It's, good it's, it's sort of furry. It's nice. Yeah, it's not um, too much. No, not too much. No, it's quite downy. It's yes, quite, it's very it's, it's soft downy. So it, 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 and it would be quite spiky on the eye. If you were to put your head there. I don't know why I said, why did I go there? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, well, I'm not going down there. So, I mean, a bit, let's move on. Um, so, uh, um, let's, okay, let's get off my knees. <laughs> yeah, not your thighs. Okay. Um, no, no, what I mean to say is that, yeah. um, I, I, do you know, I, I, I'm a flirt. What's wrong with that? Yeah. I really am. Mm-hmm. And I've managed to hone it yeah. into some sort of art now. A professional flirt. I'm a professional flirt. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just wondering, when does it become pathetic and awful? At what age does it become unacceptable? Or is there an age limit on flirting? No, I don't think so, I don't think so because I think you are, you're, you're real, and that's you, and you're not, there's no... You're, you're you're sober for a start. Well, that's true. Well, I hope so, anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> no, but, no, but you're sober, you're, and you're being honest, and you're connecting, and you're, we're just playing. It's playful. 
No, no, for really, it's, it isn't. Oh my god, this is not sounding good now. But no, it really and, and just for the benefit of the listeners, um, Winter is now blushing. <laughs> He's oh. now covering his oh, eyes dear. and shaking his head. Oh, I don't know where to go now. I just, I'm so embarrassed. Right. I'm just because it isn't. No, I'm, I'm, no, no, but no, it really it's isn't. Fine. I'm, you know, but um, because when I think about this, I'm going through images of my head of, of situations that have happened to me. Yeah, and they're but they are, and they're not projecting. I'm not projecting on you, but I, I'm just trying to come back out of that um, that moment of uh, of of visualization and back into the room with you and that's where the blushing it comes from it's like oh my god this is you know that that and it's not you it's in my own head okay that's my explanation yes you see it's not you it's me exactly yeah. we that's the short before? version of that yeah <laughs> have you heard that before oh yes when my husband's oh, dead to me. well i'm glad this has been you know a <laughs> uh, uh, happy and rewarding experience <laughs> just you have more pain. It just, it'll just, I'm sure, yeah. it'll, I'm sure it'll give you more fuel. Oh god, this is it might be a bad end to this uh, podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm a grandmother, four times. Oh, bloody hell! Wow. Yeah, my daughter is forty. Yeah. Oh, she's gorgeous. Mm. My son is thirty-seven. He's gorgeous, mm. and I have four grandchildren. Do they? Do my my grandson is is. 12, nearly 13, you'll identify with this. He's going through the, I'm going through puberty stage, and he, he can't go past the mirror without doing a little, mm. oh yeah, mm -hmm. and, 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 and uh, strutting his stuff a yeah. bit. He sort of walks like a, yeah. a gangster. A gangster, yeah. yeah. Big shoulders. And yeah, yeah. So it's it's all very very cute. Mm. So yeah, you're saying you're 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 kind of, what are you saying? Yeah, I got a yeah thirty seven year old son, and he lives in Cornwall. Yeah, and he's got a beautiful wife with two fabulous daughters, mm. and my daughter lives in Hampshire, mm. and uh, she has Joshua and and a little girl mm. of six months. And do your kids come to see you perform? Hmm. Yes. Well. Um, I was doing slightly more risque material when they came. Right. My son lapped it up and thought, yeah, I like it. My mm. daughter was sort of... Horrified. <clears throat> a little bit. Oh. And uh, they haven't really seen me since. Yeah, but that's in the beginning. <laughs> but that's okay. That's, that's yeah. fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, when I, the, 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 the new stuff that I do, I've evolved. The new stuff I can do, anyone can see, it doesn't matter. Mm. Um, I, I don't swear. I don't, I'm not... And there's a very little innuendo, mm -hmm. and it's just clever, I think. Clever, that's the word. Clever and more, more, well, it's better. Yeah. It's evolved. Do you think comedy has, uh, this is like, comedy's changed you in any way? Oh, it saved my yeah. life. Okay, right. It has definitely saved yeah. my life. Right. Um, I don't think that I could have got over yeah. uh, the breakup of this marriage, because it was a long, long time I was with him. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I could have got over it without comedy and the people in comedy. Mm. Um, I just think that whilst there's a lot of superficiality mm. in the comedy yeah. and a lot of people are dicks and, and, and there are, there's a core group of very supportive, wonderful, wonderful people mm. and uh, they've kept me afloat. And mm. also, you know, when you're thinking about and you're going on stage and you get approval and laughter and... And and it washes over you, and you start thinking, yeah, I'm okay, mm. you know, and and this is what I want to do. And now, in a way, he's done me a favour because whereas before, I wouldn't do gigs um, necessarily too far away mm. 
because I would think about him and his needs and, mm. and think, oh, I don't want to go out three or four times a week because, you know... It, well, you want to keep, you, the, relationship want to keep the relationship yeah. strong. Now I give a fuck. Right. You know, I just think, oh, I'm going. Great. I'm going to go here and I'm going to go there, mm. and I'm not even considering his his things. And we are living together in the same marital home until, thank you, Brexit, <laughs> until we sell it. So um, we could be divorced and still mm. living there, and I'm not putting that out to the all universe mm. because. Uh, our house is going to sell. Right. Our house is going to sell yeah. very quickly. Yeah. <coughs> so when you think that you saw comedy, you say, is, is really and it's, helped you. Oh, it's helped it's, me. It's made you stronger. It's made me stronger because also I've, I've, I've been out and I've been around positive people for the most part. It's, it's, it's kept me afloat hmm. because I haven't got the time to think to sit at home and to be maudlin and thinking, mm. where, yes. where has my life, you know, at the mm-hmm. age of 64, you're mm-hmm. being launched into mm-hmm. a life of singledom and mm-hmm. your life is over. And, but in fact, people have been amazed at how resilient I've been. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that that's only because of the comedy mm-hmm. and the fact that, you know, there is absolutely no point. What is, what has happened, mm. has happened. And I truly believe that this is my next chapter, this is my journey that I'm on, that this has happened for a reason, and I'm thinking that he's probably done me a very big favour because the best of my life, my last chapter, is going to be the best one that I've ever lived. That's what I believe. That's great, that's great. It's very positive with with comedy, you know, we all are alone in life. Yeah. And we're all outsiders in this comedy industry, but at least we're alone together yeah <laughs> we're getting there together you know yeah and it's nice that's nice it's really positive that's what i wanted that's what i like that's what i like about you sandra every time i met you, you've always been so positive and happy and open and that's why i like you that's the way we connect you know mm. so your net your show is in manchester 22nd of october five o'clock yeah and you can go out afterwards and have Gulliver's lunch Gulliver's, yeah. Gulliver's lounge and it's um and it's good it's called, called self helpless self helpless well, Sandra thanks for coming on the show you're I welcome lovely and that was Sandra Hale for episode 16 I really enjoyed talking to Sandra I was a bit worried because I was a bit rusty after a couple of weeks away, but it was great. Sandra was warm. She was open. The hour just flew by. It was great. If you like this podcast and you want to kick something back to us, you can find us on Patreon. Just go to Patreon, type in The Comedy Defect Podcast, and we're there. You can donate as much or as little as you want. But if you can't kick something back to us, just leave us a nice review on iTunes or Podbean or share your favorite episode because it really does help. I've had some great feedback on these podcasts. It just gives me fuel and inspires me to carry on, because I'm really enjoying it. I think it's getting better with every episode. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're on Twitter at The Comedy Defect. If you want to follow me, it's at Winter Phonander. If you want to come see my live stand-up gig dates, you can find them on my website, which is winterphonander.com. And that's all we're going to say for this episode, episode 16 of The Comedy Defect podcast. We've got plenty more guests coming up, so we'll see you next time for episode 17 of the Comedy Defect podcast. Mm-hmm.